The following is a presentation of Team Bonding, providing more than 100 live, virtual, or hybrid corporate team-building activities for companies around the world. Visit teambonding.com to schedule your event now. Hello again, team. It's me, Rich Rindensland, and I'm welcoming you to Team Building Around the World. The podcast where I speak to people from the team bonding, team building industry from all across the globe. Today, I have with us, coming all the way from Bogota, Colombia, Mr. Daniel Trejillo. I just wanted to make sure I got that one out correct. We're going to be meeting with him, finding out what things are like down there in Bogota, and uh, having a lovely conversation about the team building industry. But first, I do want to give some love to my supporters. The show is supported by the Catalyst Team Building Network. Find out more about the world's largest network of team building providers at catalystglobal.com. We also want to thank our friends at B1G1, which can make your business a real force for good. Visit B1G1.com to get started. And now, ladies and gentlemen, again, coming to us all the way from Bogota, Colombia, the founder, the co-founder, I should say, and COO of, I'm going to get this correct, to Kadoma down there in Colombia, Mr. Daniel Trujillo. Please give him a huge round of applause. Daniel, that's just a small collection of people I keep trapped under my desk for just such occasions. Yeah, I do too, Richard. I do too. <laughs> it's it's ni nice to say hello to you and to, to all the people hearing. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on with us. Um, please, let's start off right. Let's tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, as you said, my name is Daniel. My last name is Trujillo. Um, I was born and raised in Bogota, Colombia. Um, I, I, have a, I have a really um, Latin family, you know, where when, when I grew up, I... We Colombians, we really learn. We we really, we really need to learn how to dance because in order <laughs> for us to survive, in order for you to survive your youth, you, you need to learn to know how to salsa dance. You know, so lovely. So uh, that's a little bit of my background. I'm, I'm I'm actually an outdoor educator. I went to school in the U.S. Uh, at the University of Minnesota, and I'm oh. an adventurer. For many years, I have guided adventure trips and expeditions. I have a uh, canoed to the Arctic Circle. I have canoed uh, parts of the Amazon River. I have uh, biked the way of Santiago in Spain. I have climbed to top of volcanoes in Costa Rica. Oh, and man. I have done several adventure trips and expeditions. So you're very lazy is what I'm gathering. Well, <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like to move around, you know, I, I don't like to be settled. I don't okay. like to be uh, trapped in four, in four walls, you know. I, I like to see the world. I certainly can understand that. But tell me about it. How does an adventurous man like, like you get involved in team building? Well, actually, for many years in these expeditions, I facilitated learning processes uh, with people. Uh, so uh, when we took them canoeing, uh, they learned about themselves. They learned about, uh, you know, self-confidence. They learned mm. about uh, social skills about uh, thriving, you know, about resilience. And, and I always been a fan of, of, of you know, creating these uh, experiences for people uh, to, to, to grow, you know, in their personal and in their professional life. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and, and with this, I, I, I started giving, you know, conferences down here in Colombia. Um, in the university, I learned, you know, some uh, coaching abilities and some experiential education abilities. Hmm. So I used to, I used to consult with some, uh, with some companies, but I used, I, I, I didn't do it full time. You know, I did it every now and then between expeditions. Uh, but I found that team building is a way to reach, to, to reach to more people, you know, adventures. I love them. They are great. Mm. But, but you cannot take a hundred people in an adventure, you know, so <laughs> that'd so, be a lot of canoes. 
yeah, yeah, that, that'll be a lot of canoes and a lot of tents, you know, a lot of portaging. <laughs> and so in order for me, to, I found in team building a, a way to reach more people, to, to, to you know, to get the message out. Mm. And, 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 and that's how I got into team building, and I, and I really like it, you know. So what is that message that you were talking about? What kind of message are you trying to promote with team building? I really like when people, when people, um, you know, they, they recognize in themselves uh, the qualities that they have and, and abilities that they, that some people, they don't know they have, but, but they do. Mm. And in these experiences that they, they realize all these abilities and they put those abilities in the service of a team or a community or mm-hmm. their family, you know, but in order for them to, to, to put them at the service of their family and their communities, they first need to realize they have them. And mm. these team building experiences is a great way for people, you know, to, to realize, you know, it's, it's like a realization for people. Realizing what? I mean, what was it like before you came, you came across them and, and tried to teach them the, the team dynamic? Well, you know, it's all about balance. I think the biggest realization is that life, life is balanced. You know, like we all have, you know, our, our qualities and our flaws. You, mm-hmm. We all have uh, successes and failures. Right. But, you know, it's, it's recognizing them. It's, it's recognize who you are and, and how can you use your personality and, and, these, and these qualities in the service of, of a project or, or of a team or your professional life, but also to recognize your flaws? you know, and, and, and accepting them, you know, it's, 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 it's a really big realization when people recognize their flaws or their mistakes and they accept them, they recognize them, they accept them mm-hmm. and they, and they, and they move forward. They, they, they do things in order to, to, to be better people. Looking at your adventurous lifestyle, is that something that say, if somebody wanted to come into this industry, is that something that they should have within themselves or can anybody really get involved in this? I think anybody can get involved. I think it was, adventure was a, a way for me to, you know, to, to, to get into it and sure. to, and to, you know, impact all the people. Yeah, but, but I think everyone has their style, you know, you know, some people have done it through yoga. So, uh, some people have done it through religion, you know, mm. and, uh, and, and I think, and I think that w- what they do is, is, is they, they, they realize that life, life is about, about serving people, service, you know, um, mm. and when you put your, 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 your qualities to the service of the people, then, then, then your life thrives. When, when I went to school in Minnesota, I actually um, started, you know, directing some summer camps up there without their education. And we did, uh, we did some uh, summer camps with um, Diabetes Association families, I remember. And it That's was awesome. called uh, Camp, camp Needlepoint, okay. where, where we used to teach children with diabetes on uh, how, how, to, how to live their lives, you know, that they can have a normal life, but they, they, they also need to, to learn how to, how to deal with their, with their condition. Right. Um, and, and, we, and, and it was great. And we also did, uh, I think it was uh, 2006, we did, uh, we did a summer camp called Operation Purple for, for kids that had uh, either one or two or, or their two parents deployed in Iraq, uh, they belong to the military, and and it's just it's just a way to show them, you know, that that, that a lot of kids were living the same things they were, and and that they can that they can relate to it, and and you know what, when I when I was there, I was I, I realized that 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 I was doing that I was doing good for these kids, mm. but then uh, I said, you know what, why don't why don't I I do this in Colombia, you know that it's a country that needs a lot of a lot, a lot of help, and and the kids and there are some kids that are very in very vulnerable situations and and I said let, let, let's go let's go do that do this down there you know let, let, let's bring these experiences for people down here so they can have this you know this, this growing these growing experiences 
let's focus in on that if we can just a little bit. You say Columbia, you thought Columbia needed help. What kind of help did Columbia need? What was this like in the beginning for you? What were you facing? Well, I'm sure you all have heard news about Colombia and and, and and about our and about the, the conflict, you know, the armed conflict that we that we have here. But but you know, growing up for me mm-hmm. was was I'm sure as it was for you when when I was a teenager. I, I yes, there we, we had we had some conflict down here, not in the right. city, not in the main city. We had yeah, we we used to have a, a few a few things that that you could get scared of. But for right. me. My life was, you know, worrying about movies, girls, um, <laughs> uh, getting good grades, you know, not getting in trouble with my family. Uh, so it was, it was pretty much, it was pretty much, um, I'm sure the same that you, that all the people that are hitting this can can relate to. Sure. But 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 you know, this conflict had made a, a really big impact in in the community here in Colombia, and there are there has been some some actual kids that have been affected by it because of you know because of forced uh, mobilizations they had to move mm. from their lands or sure. or because of you know some unfortunately deaths of their family members and that it's a generation that that needed help you know that needed to to be shown that there's a world out there that the reality that they have seen in their in their childhood is not the reality that they can live in their in their adulthood you know mm-hmm. So, so, so bringing these experiences to them is a way to show them, you know, that the world is big and the thing, the things that happen to you is not what, what's going to define who you are. That's really great, man. But let's focus more on, on, uh, the corporate side of it, if we can. In, in 2013, you co-founded Kadoma. That's correct? That's correct. What was it you were trying to create there? Well, you know, me and my partner, his, his name is Daniel also. His name is Daniel Buritica. Okay. We started the Kadoma of, of, for, for ways to, for a way, uh, for us yeah, to, to bring uh, uh, growing experiences for people and to, and to help them work better as a team, you know? Mm-hmm. And we, we started doing it throughout adventure activities, mainly adventure activities. That was, right. that was our focus because, you know, it's our passions. And, and at the beginning we did, you know, we used to take companies uh, hiking to the woods and uh, to, to like the big waterfalls and waterfall rappelling. And we used to do uh, sailing and canoeing and a lot of, and a lot of fun stuff mm. that, that was really related to adventure. So we, we had a really adventure focus. Um, but then we started finding, uh, you know, uh, that some companies, they said, I really love what you do. I really think people would, all, all my teammates, all, all my collaborators would love mm-hmm. have an experience like that, but I don't have three days to, you know, to take them to, to, <laughs> to paddle a full river. Right. Or, or, you know, I cannot take the, the full uh, 200 people of my company to right. climb a wall. That's too risky. And also uh, it was expensive because, because you had to take people out of their offices. You have to put them in a bus and take them far away from the city in order for, for, for us to do these activities. Right. So, so we found, you know, we found a wall, but then we realized what, what can we do in order to, to bring people th- th- these type of experiences, but in the city. And that's when we found Catalyst Global. And, mm. and we realized, you know, if, if we're going to do this, we're going to partner with the best. And we found Catalyst Global and, and we, you know, it was, it was another realization for us because when we, after a lot of hard work, when we, when we started partnering with Catalyst Global here in Colombia, yeah. uh, suddenly we had, you know, this big portfolio of dynamics and activities that you could do everywhere, anywhere from sure. a classroom to a, uh, to a theater, to, to a hotel, you know, to mm-hmm. a park, anywhere you can do them. 
and they had the same impact that the adventure activities had. Because when you face adventure, adventure is not always is not only uh, putting up a harness and, and hooking up to a rope and jumping into you know, or, right. or climbing in a plane or, or, or swimming in a river. Adventure is when you face the unknown, when you, when you have to, when you, when you face the unknown and you have to manage the risk and you have to, you have to work as a team in order for you to, in order for them or for the team to conquer um, a challenge or an activity. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Catalyst Global Activities have the same impact we found than the adventure activities. Fantastic. Yeah. With that in mind, actually, Daniel, if you don't mind, I'm going to take a brief second here to step away. And I want to tell all my team out there all about Catalyst Team Building Network, an association of team building providers just we've been discussing. They have representatives in over 90 countries speaking more than 20 languages. The Catalyst Network is widely regarded as the voice of the team building industry. Network members share resources, best practices and business opportunities. Catalyst partners are learning from each other and pushing the boundaries of what is possible in team building. Catalyst network members share a common goal of creating highly relevant, socially responsible, good-valued experiences for their clients. So for more information, please visit CatalystGlobal.com, the Catalyst Team Building Network, the world's largest network of team building providers. Daniel, thanks so much again for coming on. What is it about uh, uh, Columbia that you think needs this kind of teamwork? This, um, what kind of dynamics do you normally find or did you find when you first started? Well, Colombia is a booming economy, you know, and, and, and Bogota is a booming city. It, it, a lot of uh, multinational corporations have uh, picked Bogota, you know, as their headquarters for Latin America because of mm. our geographic position. Okay. Uh, you know, we, we are the northest country in, in South America, and, and, and so we're very close. We're like two hours away from Miami. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a geographic good position. So the dynamics in my country... To, uh, talking about business-wise, have changed so much because in the 80s and the 90s, you have, you know, like old-school mind-thinking corporation people, you know, right. like uh, very, very, very uh, boss-minded, very, very, very hierarchical. Mm. And, uh, and, and, and but now with this booming and, we, you know, with all the millennials coming into work, a lot of, you know, a lot of entrepreneurship has been going on, a lot of innovation, a lot of technology has been has, has been going on so you find in, in dynamics of talking about team dynamics you, you can find anywhere uh, you know all the specters of, of colors here in Colombia you know from from really old school companies to very new good open mindset companies mm-hmm. so so you can find anything well let's compare for a second if you don't mind what's the difference between say as you were saying a hierarchical company and and another type, you know, a company that works maybe focusing on the bottom up. What are the differences, and how do you meet their needs? Well, it's 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 pretty simple, you know. Like when when you have when you have a hierarchical company, an old school mind thinking company, mm-hmm. you have one person that is making the decisions, or, or or you have a board of people that that is making the decisions. Sure. And these people are just telling the other people what what to think or what what to work or or, or how to do it, you know. Okay. Um. So, so when you go there, you really need, it's really, it's really tough because you really need to, to, to get into that management level and, and you need to, and you need to show them that in order for, for this to work, they need to be more open-minded and, and they need, and they, they need to understand that solutions can come both ways, not only from the way up down, but they can also come from the lowest levels to the higher levels. Mm. So that's really tough to do. So, so when you do that, you really need to go into the, into the management level and, and make an impact there. Now, when you go to the other type of 
corporations, the open mind, new thinking corporations, they mm-hmm. have challenges too. It's, it's, they have their difficulty to work with. How These so? corporations are, they, they are very, very young. A lot of really smart people, open people, but when someone external comes to them, you know, they have these blocks sometimes, like, who are you and what do I need to learn from you? Like, right. we have everything settled for us as a team. Right. So you need to, you need to really use activities, use icebreakers, you know, to open their minds, mm-hmm. you know, so for, for them in order to live a good experience. So would you say that one of your uh, responsibilities is to try to get both those types of companies to meet in the middle almost to try to find a good balance? Yeah. Well, you know, we, we, it, it's, it's to find a balance, but, but you need to, to find a message uh, to, to, to reach both of them. But we actually use the same message, you know, and it's that every corporation or every team, you know, the, 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 the results of each team are measured by two axles. There's, there's one axle that, that is called, uh, we call the task axle. Okay. And, and, and it's everything related to goals, numbers, objectives, you know. Gotcha. And then when, when, people, when, people, uh, when people go to a team, they know how they can collaborate with a team in the task axle because they know how, what, what their studies, their, their master's degree, uh, languages they speak, you know, tools they know how to use. Mm-hmm. But there's another axle. And that's the human axle, and that's definitely nothing to do with what do you, what do you, what do you do, or or what did you study, mm. or what school did you went to. It's everything related with your personality of who you are, where do you come from, uh, you know, your passions, your motivations, everything that you can put in in there for you to thrive in in the team. And it's equally important what you do is equally important to who you are, ah. and you need to find a balance in the middle. You need to understand that if you're going to school, you can go to the best school for, I don't know, engineer, and then have a master's degree, and then have a doctorate, and then have, you know, the best grades and win prizes. Right. But that's not going to make you, that's not going to guarantee the success in your life. You need to find a balance between who you are and what you do. Now, if you don't mind, let me switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit more about Colombia. What kind of charitable work do you do down there? Or well, charities you partner, actually, before, before we started the company, we, we used to do a lot of, or we do a lot of charitable work. And uh, we actually started a summer camp down here called the Bad Congo, where we can, where, you know, like Colombia went to this peace process with the gorillas. And right. we did this summer camp where we take kids from vulnerable communities and we show them, you know, we, we teach them about... Uh, about their qualities and values. And, um, but we have a group of adults that help us and we give these adults a, a leadership uh, program, you know, a leadership program that is, that is uh, leadership through service. Mm. And, and one time we did with this summer camp, we, we grabbed uh, uh, some ex-militants of the guerrillas and we bring them into the, into the summer camp. Wow. And, 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 and it was a really wonderful experience because we took the labels down of who you were, or your story, and uh-huh. we get to meet the people. No, no matter what background you are. We won actually a prize of the World Economic Forum of, uh, I, I think it was called, I forgot the name of it, but I think it was like the, the best uh, youth initiative for peace building in the world. So, so we actually do a lot of charitable work and it's, it's the knowledge that we, that we have gained being part of this wonderful network. It's, it's, we, we, need, we need to put it to the service of the community and the service of the country. That's fantastic. Do you have any examples of some of those stories that you had heard? And yeah, you feel well, you can share? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can definitely share some. Please. Um, we were actually, we, the adults, before the kids arrived, we were, we were you know, do, building the team so, so we can give the kids a good time. Uh-huh. And we actually gave, took them to a cave. 
and we we went inside the cave with you know with helmets and and flashlights and headlamps mm-hmm. and we went really deep inside the cave like for 45 minutes with with these people and uh, when we were deep inside the cave i told them okay you have a challenge now you have to get up the cave by yourselves but you need to give me the all the lights all the headlamps and the flashlights oh and they were like no we cannot do that <laughs> so they can start so they started working as a team okay how 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 can how can this be possible so they started dividing roles but there was one woman that she belonged to a guerrilla group uh-huh. and she started bawling you know she started crying and and i and I, I went to her and i said and i said to her you know you, you don't need to do this if you don't if you don't feel comfortable you don't need to do this right it's okay to be scared. And she said to me, you don't understand. And I was like, well, well, tell me what's going on. And she was like, when we were in the group and, and we, we, the woman made mistakes, the leader of the group used to, used to put us in a hole in the underground and leave us there for like 12 hours. Oh my God. And this reminds me of it. And, and, uh. and I was shocked, you know, because I come from a really good background here in Colombia that I actually, I'm lucky. And, yeah. um, and I told her, well, well, I won't, I can't, I cannot relate. I cannot say I can relate to you. I cannot say I can relate to what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can say is that in that time, you were surrounded by people that were trying to, you know, to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And right now, you're surrounded by people that are trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's up to you. And, and she said, like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. And and she did it. And when she came out, she gave me a, a, a with 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 a lot of tears. She gave me a huge hug. And, and I think that was a wonderful, wonderful growing experience. You know, one of those realization experiences we were talking about. That is fantastic. That, uh, that is a great story. Thank you for sharing that, Daniel. Is there a website for the organization or something we can share with the audience? Um, no, right now there's not a website. Uh, we, we, we're, we're trying to get a, a few young people, you know, to lead the project and, okay. to, and to get it on again, yeah. you know, uh, but, but. But yeah, if that ever comes about, please let us know right away. I would love to be able Definitely. to share that. See if, see if we can get people to, to throw you guys some some financial support and love, you know, when it's ready. But if you don't Definitely. mind, if you don't mind, Daniel, let me do take another quick second here to step away and pay some bills. And talking about giving, I want to tell everybody out there about B1G1, which can make your business a real force for good. When you're part of B1G1, you bring new purpose, meaning, and relevance to your business by making giving a core of what you do. Unlike conventional giving models, B1G1 helps small and medium-sized businesses achieve more social impact by embedding giving activities in their everyday business operations, thereby creating giving stories. Every business transaction can impact lives from just as little as one cent. So please, visit B1G1.com to get started. B1G1. Business for good. Daniel, I cannot tell you how amazing it has been talking to you. What you've grown up with, what you've grown up around, and what you've managed to do with it. I mean, turning that life, your life, into a life of service while also maintaining a successful business. That's really well done, my friend. Congratulations. But let's let's have some fun, actually. Talk to me a little bit about some of the events that you run down there. What are some of your favorites? Well, there's an event that we run that is called a Chain Reaction Tabletop. Okay. Which is my absolute favorite because of all the things that happen in this event. You know, it's, uh, it's you know, you, you gather the people, you divide them into teams, and then you give each team a, a toolbox with, you know, they have from uh, bouncy balls to uh, toy cars to... <laughs> to, you know, tape, uh, to scissors. They have several, several, several uh, materials. Right. And then you show them a video that shows uh, a Rube Goldberg machines. 
these machines are those machines that you can have a line of dominoes and the last domino will push a ball and the ball will go and, and will roll and the, and the ball will push, you know, something. And, yeah. and then it, it creates like, you know, like a chain reaction. Nice. And then, and then you give them, you know, these cards and then these cards help them understand how to build the machines, you know, and tell them, okay, uh, the, the guys in the video that you just saw, they, they spent two months doing it and you need to build one, but you only have like an hour. Mm-hmm. And, and you know that you see all the eyes, the people like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, like that. No, you know, you're lying to me. That's not going to happen. But then when they really get into it, they realize it's about small steps. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about the big picture is important, but in order to gain that big picture, you need to see, you need to do small steps right. to get there. And so they realize, you know, if they put five dominoes and they work, they realize, oh my God, this part is working. And then they put the ball and it's working. And then they start connecting with the machines that other people have built. And then suddenly they, 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 they look up, they raise their heads and they have this gigantic machine that actually works. <laughs> and when you, when, when, when they put it to work, people, you know, they, they cheer, they shout, like if they just have won the world cup, it's amazing. It's beautiful when you see these people, the, the, the excitement of the people. Nice. And then, and then when they see it work, you know, they hug each other, they give high fives. It's amazing. And at the end you tell them, you know what, an hour ago, you didn't thought this was possible, mm. but you were the ones that made it possible. You just need to open your mind and, and to, to, you know, to, to start working as a team well and, done. and to realize, and I tell them, and I, tell, I also tell them, see, see the excitement about in the room. And, and, but the risk was really small. Like you, like if the machine didn't work, right. you, you wouldn't lose your sleep. <laughs> but what does that machine mean in your life, in your team, in your work? Mm-hmm. And what are you willing to do in order for that to thrive? Now, let's look at the other end of the spectrum, if you don't mind. Do you have any stories of where you took what could have been a disastrous failure and made it a successful event? Yes, we, we actually have one. We have this, this app uh, called GoTeam where sure. we uh, do, you know, like treasure hunts uh-huh. uh, with, with technology. So we give teams a tablet and, you know, they go treasure hunting. And we were in, in, a, in a natural park here in Bogota. Mm. And we had this uh, 50 group of people that we are actually were going to do a really huge go team throughout the park. <laughs> and uh, 30 minutes before that, it started raining, pouring, but you cannot imagine the, the thunderstorm that was out there. And so I said with a client and I said, you know, we cannot, we cannot do it. This is just not going to happen. It's going it's to be too risky for people. You know, it's, it's, it's a hazard. Right. And the client said to me, yeah, you're right, but we need to do something. And then I said, and she said to me some words I will never forget. And she was like, you know, I trust you. Mm. Just, just come up with something. Mm. And so, and so that's, that's when teamwork actually, when you have to start applying it, because yeah, I gathered yeah. my group of facilitators and I said like, all right, this is what's going on. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and in half an hour, we just, we just start talking to them. Uh, we did the same treasure hunt, but we we took the GPS out, but we had to do it in a room. It was 50 people in a small room and the facilitators, you know, they were great. People were laughing. They had a wonderful time and it uh-huh. was actually one of the best events we had. And then that's, and that's why it's important to have a good facilitators because, you yep. know, you can have Disney, you can have, you know, you can have, you can take people to the wall of China. But if you don't have good facilitators, people are not going to have a good experience. But you can take, to a, you can take a company to, you know, to a desert. Mm. But if you have the right group of facilitators, you're going to have a wonderful time. You're going to have a wonderful experience, a wonderful growing experience. Let's talk a little bit about your facilitators, your, your team, as it were, who are supporting you. Who do you have down there? Who are you working with? Well, I have a, I have a very wide brand of, of professionals in, 
in my team, you know, I, uh, we realized that in order for us to, to give our message to, to different companies, to different personalities and to different people, we need to have a really big variety in our group. So we have from psychologists to uh, uh, business administrators, we have to engineers. We, we actually have a girl that, that, that graduated two years ago from, from, she's a pilot, a plane pilot, a commercial wow. plane pilot. And she <laughs> facilitates with us. Sometimes when she's not flying, I call her and I say, Hey, Anna, can you facilitate with us? And she's like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> so, and, 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 and it's great because that gives us, you know, different perspectives. Sure. Now, what about you personally? Who do you have in your personal life? Well, I have, um, my, my personal life, uh, I consider myself a really lucky guy. Okay. I have a really good family. My, my mom and my sister, my dad, unfortunately passed away when I was 10. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I miss him, but I also, I'm also grateful for what happened because it had taught me several things mm, and I have a wife and I have a baby that is coming in two weeks. Oh, congratulations. Thank that you. Is, that's fantastic. Do, do you know if it's a boy or a girl yet, or are you not telling? It is, it, it's a girl, Amelia. Oh, I, can I just say as the father of a daughter, you are in for the adventure of your life. Yes, <laughs> I'm this, excited. Yeah, there's nothing to do with canoes, but just raising a baby girl as a guy. There is just something it's about gonna it. It's going to be more challenging. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Daniel, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. You have been absolutely amazing and actually inspiring. The words that you've shared, the stories you've told were absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for being a part of us. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, sure. Now, I, I have to be honest with you, though. I'm kind of sucking up to you a little bit because I'm going to put you on the hot seat now. When you are a business person who is coming to a team building event, a lot of times we, the facilitators, are met with the rolling of the eyes and the, oh, we're just doing some silly game that really doesn't prove much of anything. Well, while we've proven, I think just in this show, that these games do lead to something, we also understand what tour Torture, it seems to be at first. So I'm going to torture you for them right now, Daniel. That's what we're doing. I'm going to play our speed round. Now, in this speed round, I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock, and I'm going to ask you just a bunch of silly questions. Your objective is to try to answer them as quickly as possible without thinking too much, okay? I'm ready. Fantastic. Just to let you know, the record number of answers I've gotten is 13. So I don't know if you're competitive at all, but let's see how well you do. All right? All right, let's do it. All right, my friend. As soon as you start hearing the music, I'll start asking questions, and away we'll go. What is your name? Daniel. You have a a baby on the way? Yes. What's the one thing you can't wait to talk to her about? Adventure. Who would you like to play you in the movie of your life? Ben Stiller. (laughs) What's the most courageous thing you've ever done? Um, snakes. Do you have any pets? No. What's a great book you've recently read? Um, um, Into the Wild. What's your favorite family vacation? The Amazon. What's your favorite smell in the world? Vanilla. Nice. Uh, what do you think the greatest invention of all time is? Ooh. The, the greatest what? The, great, the greatest, greatest invention. invention. Yeah. The clock. And using one word, describe yourself. Balance. I'll give it to you. That's actually, I think you, that's 12 or 13. I'm sorry, I kind of lost track there. I will go back and double check. But <laughs> you're you're either tied with our top or just about there. Daniel, thank you again. 
I I cannot. I mean, I'm just going to keep going on and on about how wonderful it was having you here. But let's actually team out there and stuck under my desk. Go right ahead and please give a big round of applause for Mr. Daniel Trujillo. You were a wonder to have on the show, and I I I hope to talk to you again sometime real soon. Maybe uh, see how things have been going. And please, again, when you if you have a website up or somewhere that we can donate to that charity you were telling us about, I would love to get that information out to my listeners. But for everyone out there, thanks for listening to Team Building Around the World. If you like this show, please share it with a friend or a colleague, and we'd be grateful if you would subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your favorite podcasts and leave us a favorable review. If you don't have a favorable review to tell us, well, then just shut up about it. Everything's fine. Now, all past episodes can be found at teambonding.com. But that's it for me, team. This has been Rich Rinnan's Land. You've been listening to Team Building Around the World. And always remember, if you're within the sound of my voice, you're now on my team, and I am always one of yours. So thanks, everyone, and we will see you next time. It's been said that you learn more about a person in an hour of play than in a year of conversation. So why not put your co-workers to play with the help of the team at Team Bonding? Team Bonding was founded over 20 years ago with one simple question. How can employees have a great time while fostering strong, authentic bonds between people who work together? Their catalog of innovative events includes scavenger hunts, Jeopardy, and much more. Each activity, whether live, virtual, or hybrid, maximizes the impact of team building with an accent on fun. Visit teambonding.com to schedule your event now. Team Bonding, when you want seriously fun results.